1: The agency of discriminating against troopers of color. Campaign 2022, a feisty debate tonight between the candidates in the Pennsylvania Senate race. We'll get a review and analysis from Robert Costa, chief election and campaign correspondent for CBS News. He's live with us at 10:10. 10 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
1: I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. In Pennsylvania Senate race, Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz and Democrat John Fetterman in their first and only debate before the midterm elections clash on topics including crime and abortion. Democrat John Fetterman immediately addressed his health. I
0: had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm gonna keep coming back up.
1: Republican challenger Dr. Mehmet Oz says. I wanna
3: bring civility, balance all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late.
1: This is a closely watched race in an election central to the Democrats fight to retain their Senate majority. Russia has notified the U.S. it will start its annual nuclear drills. NATO is conducting its own military drills at the same time. CBS's Chris Livesay reports from onboard a U.S. aircraft carrier that's taking part in the Mediterranean Sea.
0: ...against the backdrop of Russia's war in Ukraine and Vladimir Putin's repeated threats to fire nuclear weapons. The Secretary General
4: of NATO has come aboard with a warning.
3: There will be severe consequences. Um, It will be absolutely wrong if I went into the exact way we will react, but Russia knows that there will be severe consequences.
0: For now, NATO says its best weapon is deterrence.
1: We're finding out more about yesterday's deadly school shooting at a public high school in St. Louis that left three dead, including the gunman, and several others wounded. KMOX's Kevin Colleen reports. The
4: gunman brought with him an AR-15 style assault rifle with more than 600 rounds of ammunition. Police
3: Chief Michael Sack. 600 rounds—a lot of ammunition. Um, this could have been a horrific scene. Um, it was not, by the grace of God.
4: The gunman was a 20-year-old former student of the school with no prior criminal record. He did leave behind a notebook in his car at the scene with an entry saying he had no friends, no family, never had a girlfriend and was a loner. Kevin Killeen
3: for CBS News, St. Louis.
1: A radio DJ in Canada has been revealed as that voice you hear all the time on TikTok. Yes,
0: I'm the TikTok text-to-speech girl.
2: My name is Kat. Radio host Kat Callahan confirms it's her you hear every time someone uses TikTok's text-to-speech function. You're probably sick of my voice. She works at a station an hour outside of Toronto.
5: I'm sick of my voice.
2: And kept her side gig a secret until now.
1: Sometimes you guys make me say some pretty horrendous things.
2: Do you blame her?
1: It's pretty messed up.
2: Chris Mavridis, CBS News, Toronto.
1: GM sidesteps economic headwinds. Its third quarter profit jumps nearly 37%. This is is cbs news
0: you need to hire indeed is with you every step of the way helping you attract interview and hire candidates all from one place visit indeed.com credit
3: 1003 on wtop it's tuesday evening october 25th 2022 manassas at 60 degrees down to the mid 50s overnight I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Could it be the end of overcrowding on Metro? A safety commission's green light means Metro Rail can gradually begin returning more 7,000 series rail cars to service. WTOP's Mike Murillo with that. It's news that Metro is
0: needed to move forward with opening Phase Two of the Silver Line and approval from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission for Metro's plan to safely return 7,000 series cars to service. Commission spokesperson Maximus says the OK plan lays out steps that Metro must take when returning the cars, so riders, workers, uh, anybody else out there on the system, can be confident that there are safety mitigations in place for this this known issue of the wheels moving on the axle. But he says the safety commission must also OK Metro's safety plan for Phase Two of the Silver Line before it can happen. But. Metro General Manager Randy Clark says this step means a start date for the new leg of the Silver Line can be set in the near future. The goal was to get it going before Thanksgiving. Metro says adding
3: more cars will also reduce crowding on the red line. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. What will it take to open that Silver Line extension and let you ride to Dulles Airport? NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tush speaking with WTOP about next steps. There's a board meeting this week. I'd be surprised
0: if we don't hear a little more movement about a date for the Silver Line. Metro's going to have to make sure it's doing everything it needs to do to bring more of these trains back on the tracks with the proper inspection procedures. So granted, all of that happens, then yeah, we will be talking about the Silver Line
3: opening to Dallas Airport and beyond into Loudoun County before Thanksgiving. NBC4's Adam Tuss. With the hope of reducing the number of crashes, speed limits are coming down on five roads in Alexandria. The speed limit is dropping this fall from 35 to 25 miles per hour on North Beauregard Street and also on West Braddock Road from North
2: Beauregard to Quaker Lane. Speed limits are being reduced from 25 to 15 in school zones on both roads and also in school zones on North Howard Street and
3: Seminary Road. A new 15 mile per hour school zone limit is being posted on King Street between Radford and Quincy Streets. ALEXANDRIA SAYS THERE HAVE BEEN MORE THAN 500 CRASHES ON THESE ROADS SINCE 2015. DICK ILLIANO, WTOP NEWS. 10 AND NEW THIS EVENING, THREE MARYLAND STATE POLICE TROOPERS ARE SUING THE AGENCY FOR RACIAL DISCRIMINATION. A LEGAL FILING TONIGHT SEEKS A CLASS ACTION STATUS FOR A LAWSUIT ACCUSING MARYLAND STATE POLICE OF A PATTERN OF DISCRIMINATION AND A HOSTILE WORK ENVIRONMENT. IT CLAIMS THE AGENCY HAS AN UNFAIR PROMOTIONAL SYSTEM AND THAT IT'S IMPOSED UNFOUNDED, UNWARRANTED AND OVERLY SEVERE DISCIPLINE. Against troopers of color compared with disciplinary treatment of white officers. The suit also accuses the agency of retaliating against officers who complain. A statement from Maryland State Police says the court filing is under review and significant actions have been taken and are continuing to address even the racism or unfair treatment of any kind. 1006. A historic jazz nightclub in Georgetown caught fire earlier this evening. D.C. Fire and E.M.S. says it happened at the Blues Alley Jazz Club on Wisconsin Avenue just before 6.30 tonight. Jennifer Donlan, spokesperson for the fire department, says crews were quickly evacuating the building.
0: They made entry into the building. They found fire on the second floor. It was technically in the area between the ceiling and the roof. Um, and that's where they had fire. So they were able to extinguish the fire.
3: Nobody was hurt. Nadia Nordhaus, a musician, was getting ready to play at the venue when she noticed that smoke.
4: I was upstairs having my meal before we we uh, were going to play, and I heard the fire alarm go off. And at first it didn't seem like it had been smoky all through sound checks, so I didn't think of a big deal. But then when I opened the door, I could see the waves of smoke.
3: The cause of the fire at Blues Alley is under investigation. STRAIGHT AHEAD HERE ON WTOP, YOUR MIDDLE OF THE WEEK FORECAST, AND THEN WE'LL BE HEARING FROM ROBERT COSTA OF CBS NEWS AFTER QUITE AN ENERGETIC AND FEISTY DEBATE TONIGHT BETWEEN JOHN FEDERMAN AND DR. OZ, THE CANDIDATES IN THE PENNSYLVANIA SENATE RACE THAT COULD
2: DECIDE IT ALL IN A COUPLE OF WEEKS. STAY WITH US. HERE'S GINGY LINDSAY, DIRECTOR OF PUBLIC HEALTH AT CAREFIRST BLUE CROSS BLUE SHIELD, JOINED WTOP ON A DISCUSSION ON TRANSFORMING HEALTHCARE.
3: Public health uh, tends to focus on populations while healthcare delivery is largely focused on the individual. You go in to see your doctor, you get a treatment plan that is tailored to your needs. And the other is the emphasis. I think while healthcare focuses on diagnosis and treatment, um, public health is really looking at prevention and wellness promotion. The great thing about both of these is that When they work together, um, they're complementary and everyone can can benefit. And so it's really exciting to see um, other people in the industry like banking institutions and educational institutions really take on their role. And how are we creating, again, more opportunity for people to, to really be healthy and really thrive in our
5: society?
2: Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a
3: train cleaning today. And weather on the eight, and when it breaks. Rick McClure in the traffic center. All
4: right, the Capitol Beltway is still issue and delay-free on the Beltway right now through Maryland and Virginia at the moment, but we're checking on a work zone that's scheduled for both loops in Prince George's County near St. Barnabas Road. We'll let you know when that happens. Maryland I-270, there's a work zone set schedule uh, southbound after Shady Grove Road that has at least one lane blocked. I-95, the BW Parkway, Route 50, all checking in is good rides so far. May have a work zone near the D.C.-Maryland line. We're still checking the northbound side of Kenilworth Avenue at Route 50. That work zone supposedly blocks two lanes. Over in Virginia, 66 west after the Fairfax County Parkway, the work zone that uh, may have a single lane getting by. And a work zone set along the eastbound side near uh, Route 28 Centerville has a single lane getting by as well, and the delays are starting to show that. 395 south before King Street, we had the work zone that was in the left lane. May have been picked up. Southbound near Etzel Road, the work zone was set on the right side. I-95 Virginia side, no problems there. Through the district, no problems on the freeway. The 295s are still quiet at the moment. Northwest, fire department crews have come and gone with the structure fire over in Georgetown that was affecting Wisconsin Avenue both ways between M and K Streets. It's now reopened. Also in Northwest, the high-heeled race affecting parts of 17th Street between New Hampshire Avenue and O Street is just about ready to wrap itself up. Expect uh, street closures for the next uh, few hours hour or so. So check our website at WTOP.com for complete details. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rick McClure, WTOP traffic.
3: STORM Team 4's Amelia
4: Draper.
5: Cloudy skies out there tonight with some thick fog developing in spots once again, lows in the 50s. For tomorrow, passing showers possible, mainly from the midday hours into the early evening hours. Otherwise, we start off the day with fog and clouds and then some late day clearing. Partly to mostly sunny, breezy, and cool on Thursday with highs in the low to mid-60s. Chilly on Friday with temperatures only warming to near 60. The weekend is looking dry with a mix of clouds and sun and highs in the low to mid-60s. I'M STORM TEAM 4 METEOROLOGIST Amelia DRAPER.
3: Hyattsville AT 60, FREDERICKSBURG 61, EASTERN MARYLAND 60, DROPPING TO THE MIDDLE 50s LATE TONIGHT. WE'RE BROUGHT TO YOU BY LONG FENCE. SAVE 15% ON LONG FENCE DECKS, PAVERS, AND FENCES. GO TO LONGFENCE.COM TODAY. SCHEDULE YOUR FREE IN-HOME ESTIMATE. 10-11 ON WTOP. THIS CAMPAIGN 2022, IT IS THE U.S. SENATE RACE THAT COULD DECIDE THE BALANCE OF POWER IN THE CHAMBER NEXT YEAR. DEMOCRAT JOHN FETTERMAN VERSUS REPUBLICAN DR. Mehmet OZ. IN A DEBATE TONIGHT IN HARRISBURG, THEY STARTED WITH WHY THEY'RE RUNNING. DR. OZ. I WANT TO BRING CIVILITY balance all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail and by doing that we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late and federman says he's running for everyone who's ever been knocked down in pennsylvania and who's gotten back up to fight another day
0: i had a stroke he's never let me forget that and i might miss some words during this debate Mush two words together, but it knocked me down, BUT I'm going to keep coming back
3: up. The audio is courtesy of WHTM TV, and we take you live to Harrisburg tonight. And Robert Costa, chief election and campaign correspondent for CBS News. Bob, can you tell us that uh, Fetterman's health, of course, was the leadoff. As the moderators explained, they had a big TV monitor above their heads. It displayed the close captioning for John Fetterman. But after a while, was that issue set aside for wages, jobs, things made in China, abortion rights? And and so on?
0: It was mostly set aside uh, after that initial exchange, though it came up again when Fetterman's health records were at issue. Memedaz said that Fetterman should release more, should release doctor's records. Fetterman responded by saying he has released a letter from his doctor saying he is fit to serve. But otherwise, this was a debate about the future of the country on the economy, addressing high prices, addressing issues like crime in Pennsylvania and abortion rights.
3: What did you think each strongest candidates, let me say it again, I apologize, what did you think the strongest argument was made uh, by each side?
0: For Mehmet Oz, a political outsider, defining himself politically, not as a celebrity, in front of the state of Pennsylvania in the first and only debate in the Senate race. And it was intriguing to me as a reporter to see Mehmet Oz talk about how he likes Pat, the retiring Republican, Vic, former President Donald Trump, in his impeachment trial in 2021. Yet Mehmed Oz was saying he.
3: Bob Costa there live. We're having a little cell phone issue, maybe more than a little one, as you could hear. We were only getting about every other word. We're going to try to reconnect with Bob and bring you some of this uh, debate coverage and analysis when we get a slightly better line. Really sorry about that, but we're going to push on here. Rob Woodfork has been watching the Wizards game, and he's got the rest of your sports night next. And we do promise to try to
2: reconnect with Bob Costa. The following is a paid commercial by Eli Lilly. Living with metastatic breast cancer can be overwhelming.
1: When I received my diagnosis, I didn't need anyone to tell me I was strong. What I needed was more time.
2: Resinio, a Ciclid, 150 milligram tablets plus Fulvestrin is for HR positive HER2 negative metastatic breast cancer that has progressed after hormone therapy. In a clinical study, women taking Resinio in combination with Fulvestrin live significantly longer for a median of 46.7 months versus 37.3 months on Fulvestrin alone. Diarrhea is common, may be severe, or cause dehydration or infection. At the first sign, call your doctor. Start and anti-diarrheal, drink fluids. Before taking Fresenio, tell your doctor about any fever, chills or other signs of infection. Fresenio may cause low white blood cell counts, which may cause serious infection that can lead to death. Life-threatening lung inflammation can occur. Tell your doctor about any new or worsening trouble breathing, cause of chest pain. Serious liver problems can happen. Symptoms include fatigue, appetite loss, stomach pain and bleeding or bruising. Blood clots that can lead to death have occurred. Tell your doctor if you have pain or swelling in your arms or legs, shortness of breath, chest pain and rapid breathing or heart rate. Common side effects include nausea, infections, low blood cells and platelets, decreased appetite, headache, abdominal pain, fatigue, vomiting and hair thinning or loss. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions and medications you take and if you're a nursing, pregnant, or plan to be pregnant.
1: Strength is one thing. The chance to spend more time with the people I love, that's everything. With Versinio,
2: more time is possible. Ask your doctor if Versinio is right for you and visit versinio.com or 1-844-837-9364. Versinio is available by prescription only.
0: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white.
3: Think
6: red. 10-15. Let's
3: go to Rob Woodfork.
6: All right, Dimitri, death taxes and the Wizards beating the Pistons at Capital One Arena, apparently. Tonight's 120-98 victory was the Wizards' 15th straight over Detroit at home, led by Michigan native Kyle Kuzma's game-high 25 points, while Bradley Beal was sidelined half the game by back tightness. Coach Wes Unseld Jr.
3: It's always tough. You go stretch without Brad. He's able to come back
6: into the game and kind of gave us some life. The changing defenses throughout... Last season gave us a lot of problems. We handled it a little better tonight, so there's growth, you know, in that area. But uh, overall, I think finding a way to play as close to 48 minutes as possible is big for us.
3: It's not always going to go perfect, but we were able to weather the storm and, and kind of separate there there in the third and obviously in the fourth.
6: Yeah, they actually outscored the Pistons in all four quarters. uh, Wild Beal was sidelined, Will Barton, big off the bench, scoring 13 of his 16 points in the second quarter. He was one of five Wizards to score in double figures on the night. In NFL news today, the Chiefs' Frank Clark suspended two games for violating the league's personal conduct policy, but some good news for fellow pass rusher Chase Young here in Washington. The local product expected to participate in his first commander's practice of the season tomorrow morning. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
3: Top stories we're following for you tonight here on WTOP. A new plan to gradually bring back all of Metro Rail's 7,000 series rail cars in the coming weeks. But those cars will have to go through rigorous safety inspections first. There are questions about whether Metro currently has the staff. The candidates in the razor-thin Pennsylvania Senate race squared off in their first and only debate tonight. Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz agreed to use closed captioning to ensure Fetterman could follow questions. He's recovering from a stroke that happened just before the state's primary in May. The 19-year-old gunman who killed two people and wounded several others yesterday at his former high school was armed with an AR-15-style rifle, more than 600 rounds of ammunition, and more than a dozen high-capacity magazines. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. BREAST CANCER IS THE LEADING CANCER FOR WOMEN. BLACK WOMEN ARE MORE LIKELY TO DIE OF BREAST CANCER THAN WHITE WOMEN. CBS NEWS CORRESPONDENT ELISE PRESTON LOOKS FURTHER AT THE ISSUE.
5: IT'S STILL A PUBLIC HEALTH PROBLEM. DR. KATHY-ANN JOSEPH WORKS TO TACKLE HEALTH INEQUITIES IMPACTING WOMEN OF COLOR. WHAT BARRIERS DO BLACK WOMEN FACE? THEY'RE STRUCTURAL BARRIERS, um, WHETHER IT'S ACCESS TO CARE. NOT ALL CARE IS EQUAL. YOUR ZIP CODE IS REALLY GOING TO DICTATE YOUR ULTIMATE um, OUTCOMES. Black women are also more likely to be diagnosed at a younger age in comparison to white women and with triple negative breast cancer, a more aggressive subtype.
3: Health professionals urge women to get their annual mammograms and to ask their doctors if they should get any other screenings for the disease. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get back to Rick McClure in the Traffic Center. All
4: right, Demetri, let's take you back around the Capitol Beltway where it's still issue and delay free through Maryland and Virginia. We're checking on that work zone, the schedule for both loops uh, in Prince George's County near St. Barnabas Road, and we'll let you know when that happens. Maryland, I-270. There's a work zone scheduled uh, southbound after Shady Grove Road. That'll have at least one lane block when it's totally set. 95, the BW Parkway, Route 50, all quiet for now. We may have a work zone set up uh, near the D.C.-Maryland line. It's in northeast uh, along the northbound side of Kenilworth Avenue at Route 50 blocking a couple of lanes. Over in Virginia, we have a couple of work zones set up on in both directions on 66. the 1st, westbound after Fairfax County Parkway. work zone there may have a single lane getting by, and the work zone set up on the eastbound side is definitely there near Route 28 Centerville, and it has a single lane getting by. Delays are uh, through that work zone. 395 south before King Street, we have the crash. Uh, it's cleared from the left lane. We also have a work zone set up southbound near Edsel Road. That's along the right side. I-95, Virginia side, no problems there. Still have that crash investigation going on through Fairfax for the time being, still closing West Ox Road near Pinderbrook Road or Drive. Follow police direction through and through the district, no problems on the freeway, and the 295s are still quiet, At the moment, Rick
3: McClure, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
5: Cloudy skies tonight with lows in the 50s and some thick fog developing overnight that will impact that morning commute. Otherwise, starting off your Wednesday with clouds and a passing shower around throughout the day. THE RISK PERSISTS ON INTO THE EARLY EVENING HOURS, WITH HIGHS IN THE MID-60S TO LOW-70S. BREEZY AND COOL ON THURSDAY WITH HIGHS IN THE 60S. I'M STORM TEAM 4 METEOROLOGIST Amelia DRAPER.
3: CAITHERSBURG 59, ARLINGTON 60, Lanham 58 DEGREES. SOME OF US DOWN TO THE MIDDLE AND LOWER 50S. WE'RE BROUGHT TO YOU BY NEW LOOK HOME DESIGN, THE ROOFING EXPERTS. CALL 1-800-279-5300. IT'S NOW 1020. And it is campaign 2022 on WTOP. This is considered the U.S. Senate race that could decide the balance of power in the chamber next year. Democrat John Fetterman versus Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. It was a debate tonight in Harrisburg. They started with why they're running. Dr. Oz began. I want to bring civility, balance, all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late. And Federman says he's running for everyone who's ever been knocked down in the state and who has had to get back up to fight another day.
0: I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mushed two words
3: together, but it knocked me down, and I'm going to keep coming back up. Audio from the debate tonight, courtesy of WHTM-TV. Let's take you live to Robert Costa in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Bob's native state of Pennsylvania. He is chief election and campaign correspondent for CBS News and was covering the debate tonight. Bob, you were telling me a few minutes ago it was the leadoff of Fetterman's Health, but then quickly moving to other issues. How did you see tonight's debate unfold?
0: Debate. Tonight's debate was so critical for both Mehmet Oz and for John Fetterman. It's the first and only debate in the Senate race that everyone in Pennsylvania is watching, but everyone across the country who follows politics is watching. This could decide the fate of the U.S. Senate. And you saw something intriguing from Mehmet Oz. He is someone who won his primary earlier this year, in large part thanks to the endorsement of Donald Trump. Uh, but now on the general election debate stage, he's aligning himself more with Senator Pat Toomey, the retiring Republican who worked for gun control legislation, who voted to convict Trump after January 6th in that Senate trial. Long story short, you see Mehmet Oz realizing if he wants to win, and he's been behind in some polls, so they're very much a toss-up, he thinks he needs to appeal, some strategists tell me in the GOP, to that moderate voter in the Philadelphia suburbs, that moderate voter in the Pittsburgh suburbs. So you saw him with a lot of his answers tonight try to reach that person who might be skeptical of Dr. Oz
3: naturally crime drugs uh inflation of course the economics and and abortion rights all came up very much central issues to pennsylvania and the rest of the country what would you say was the strongest argument made by each candidate tonight
0: after just talking about us for a second fetterman talked a lot about his experience as a mayor of braddock in western pennsylvania a small town he talked about his work as lieutenant governor So for Fetterman, he was more of an insider, even though he's always been an outside uh, political personality. Uh, he, He cast himself as someone who has worked against gun violence in Pennsylvania, who has a record. Oz kept hammering him on crime. Oz was touting his endorsements from different police groups. And Fetterman said, even if he didn't have those endorsements, he is someone who is working to curb violence in Pennsylvania. But crime and the economy, such top issues. Oz is saying that he's someone who supports law and order. Fetterman's saying the same, but in a different way. Fetterman's also casting himself as someone who, yes, supports expanded health care, yes, supported Senator Bernie Sanders in previous cycles, but right now is very much a Biden Democrat, someone who would like to see the president run again, should he choose to do so in 2024, and has largely supported the Biden agenda. Beyond what you've already told us,
3: why has this race tightened?
0: Race has tightened, as uh, CBS News polling shows, because voters... in the bases of each party, the core voters, I call them, are coming home. Oz is getting that voter who might have been skeptical about Oz. Think about the primary. Oz was seen as someone who wasn't a a lockstep Trump political persona. uh, And he has someone on the gubernatorial side of the Pennsylvania political spectrum, Doug Mastriano, the gubernatorial nominee, who's very much more part of the MAGA movement. So Oz now is getting that MAGA voter, that Trump voter, to come back home to him. So Republicans are rallying around Oz and Fetterman's getting not only the progressives he's known for so many years and, and courted, but that Biden moderate, that Biden centrist.
3: I uh, was noticing, just to wrap up here, uh, as we described the debate stage and where the moderators were sitting, there was a large television monitor, and it was closed captioned. It was displaying all the words that were being said so Fetterman, who continues to uh, recover from his stroke, could follow along. I noticed it didn't really lead to a halting debate. There was still crosstalk. There was still uh, Fetterman, for example, saying to Oz, you ride with Doug Mastriano. So in that sense, did it not feel like many other debates we've seen with some interaction?
0: It was a feisty debate in the the context of how it was all set up. Uh, The candidates had some spars. They had some exchanges. uh, But Fetterman himself outlined the situation at the top of the debate. You're dealing with a candidate for Senate who suffered a stroke in May, uh, has acknowledged he needs to use closed captioning. And closed captioning uh, is used for people who are dealing with auditory issues because sometimes they can't discern different kinds of sounds. And so Fetterman at times would pause, look at the screen with the closed captioning, read the question, think about it for a split second, and then answer. Uh, And for anyone who's dealt with those who have suffered a stroke, his performance tonight was, as you would expect from someone at this stage, uh, with certain different issues as outlined by Fetterman's doctor. Uh, And those who aren't familiar with the recovery from a stroke, uh, some Democrats concede to me that that could be a political problem from Fetterman if people don't understand the health reality and how it does not impact his ability to do the job.
3: Bob, we really appreciate your patience with us tonight. We had a little technical issue, but it was so great to have you on for this analysis, and we wish you the best for the rest of the campaigns here. Thank you so much. That's Robert Costa, chief election and campaign correspondent for CBS News. He he is in Harrisburg, in fact, covering that debate. John Fetterman and Dr. Oz tonight. Stay with us on WTOP. It's Money News 25 and 55, and we're going to check in with Jeff Claybaugh. The Tuesday rally sent the Dow up another 337 points. Elon Musk has told investors he hopes to close on his acquisition of Twitter by Friday. The Mortgage Bankers Association sees 30-year mortgage rates falling next year to an average of 5.4% by the end of the year. The Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Survey fell to a three-month low this week. A measure of current conditions fell to a 16-month low. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian markets all higher. Hong Kong is up 2%, and Tokyo stocks more than 1% higher. We will have more about the Senate debate, but also a number of other stories that we're following tonight here on WTOP, including how many candidates out here who people will be voting across the country for,